Authorization required. Captain's log. The impossible has happened. Somewhere along this journey, we'll find the way back. Enter authorization code. We might have just discovered the first stable wormhole known to exist. Our mission is to go forward. It's just begun. There's still much to do. Still so much to learn. Security authorization accepted. Command codes verified. Transfer complete. You're listening to An Hour with the Continuing Committee with your host, Charlie Plain. My name is Rogue Schindler. I am uh, the new, newly appointed uh, Achievement Master for uh, the Continuing Committee. Yes, you are, and... Man, was that a tough decision, because there were a lot of good candidates, but but Section 31 mind-influencing drugs may, may have influenced my decision, but but I'm confident that I picked the, the right candidate. All part of the plan. All part of the plan. So, <laughs> y- you've done 110 episodes of Section 31, almost? Uh, the next one will be 110, yes. And then you've been on... You did the Make It So podcast last year, and you've been on this podcast, so I'm sure everyone's more than familiar with your uh, CV of Shrek. So let's <laughs> let's move into let's talk about achievements. And I have a quote here from Section 31, and I didn't write down the episode number, so I'm going to vamp for a second while I look that up because I'm a terrible journalist. Uh, <laughs> Sources. Section 31, episode 90, no, I'm sorry, episode 103, called Open Positions. And you, you and Dan were discussing the, the, the various uh, positions that we are in the process of filling, still. Mm-hmm. And Achievement Master came up, and you said the following. You know, I looked at that, and I was like, oh, man, that would be so cool. Uh, uh, and it's, it's on the... I, I constantly am... Uh, battling this this uh, dilemma in in most of my creative uh, hobbies is um, that would be really cool I would love to do that but I would rather play in it than be in charge of making sure it happens like I love dun- dungeon mastering but after a while I'm like well you know you know I really wish I was playing instead of right, having to right. run and uh, you know the achievements I love the idea of the achievements and the, and I would love to have a hand in, in you know if if it, there needs to be a hand to to help make it happen uh but I also really enjoy it and i I feel like uh <laughs> i don't know it would be i don't know less fun or weird you know i i I don't know if i would it would be fair to continue to try and get achievements if I already knew what some <laughs> of them were well. Clearly, you changed your mind and submitted an application. What, what, what convinced you that this might be something that would be fun enough to do, even though you'd have to be involved at the highest levels? Well, you know that's already biting me in the ass. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, that the dungeon master is a great example because uh, you know it's something I really enjoyed doing. The, uh, playing for the achievements and and, uh, and you know seeing which ones I can try to get next week I, or, or or in the future I've been uh, uh, most of the guys around in San Diego will tell you that I've been mapping out my <clears throat> my season of affiliation so I can try and hit all of the different uh, um, decks to uh, to get to that. Uh, um, 15 down in none to go that you spoiled uh, way back, uh, which is still hidden. But if you want to know what it does, you can go back and listen to, uh, I think you mentioned it both on your podcast and on Section 31. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I I, I, I went through and uh, I read the applications and uh, we, we talked a little bit about it uh, I thought it was really interesting to read through all of the applications, even the ones I wasn't interested in. I went through and read all of the questions because it was a really good indicator of what that position does. 
then to, to just kind of get an idea of the types of things that you have to think about each day that if you want to do this position you know on a regular basis and you know I had been talking with you and Dan and a couple other people about uh, you know ways to help out everybody you were you were saying previously you know everybody always wants to know how they can help out but uh, you know well here are these positions <clears throat> I, I said on that show that you quoted I, that I really I, I was actually fascinated by the creative manager uh, position but as I I went in and started looking at the questions uh, you know that one seemed like the most fun because you could be the most creative and and go and dig through all this Trek lore yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and and assign things, you know, try to or suggest things uh, to the design team. You know, well, okay, you, you know, this would be a great idea for this. Or th this cycle would be good for this episode or whatever. But um, I get so I just totally blank whenever I get put on the spot like that. And know that even just trying to answer the questions um, on the application, there was a lot of. There are so many options for this, I have no idea which one I would pick. Or I have no idea what there is something, you know, I'm sure there has to be something like this, but I, but nothing's coming to me off the top of my head. I'd have to go back and watch, you know, a thousand episodes of, of whatever to, to figure it out. And so I figured the more I thought about it, the more I thought um, that there are people who are already naturally versed in the, the breadth of, of Star Trek lore. Who could handle that, uh, and and that the questions that most came naturally to me were achievement questions. And so, um, while I have already excluded myself from a couple of uh, of achievements um, to you know, so since I already know what they are, uh, it doesn't exactly seem fair for me to get them you know before anyone else does. Um, that was the position that really, <clears throat> excuse me, as I read through them, was the one that really appealed to me and, uh, and I found the most interesting and, and I, I really just found after, after going through and answering all the questions that, you know, I, you know, I think I would really, I could still have fun, uh, earning achievements, you know, and, and, you know, teasing achievements and coming up with achievements, uh, doing this and, and little chip in that way. Well, now that you've, now that you've poked your head behind the curtain, so to speak, uh, any second thoughts or regrets, or are you feeling excited about what you can do, even though you may not be able to first to get, even though you've essentially taken yourself out of the running for some gold star achievements, is it is that worth it? Yeah, you know, I, I really uh, there were there were not that uh, many, you know. There, there were certainly several hidden achievements, but there were some of them are so like unless you go out and <coughs> are like I'm going to try this theme deck, and there happens to be an achievement for it, uh, and it was cool like the Mako Mako deck. <coughs> um, there are uh, I'll go ahead and spoil for the community. There is something kind of like that for just about every affiliation. Um, you don't know what all of them are, and that's the fun part. So that that encourages people to try new and interesting decks. And now there are new and interesting decks that I might have tried, and now I'm like, well, I don't want to try that. Even if I win a tournament with it, that that's going to trigger that achievement. <clears throat> um, it's in, it's on the on the whole, it's it's interesting to see and and uh, get a feel for. Yeah, when we when we wrote the first achievements, uh, we tried to make sure. Almost everybody had one that they could do, and that most of them were uh, doable in both editions. It's not all tr always true, but they're not all cute. Like you know, it'd be easy to make well make one where it's all dissidents, or make one where it's all alphas. But it, they're not all that. They're very different. There's some some yeah. varied, you know. They're, and I like that. They're they're all different, and they're all you know different for their affiliation. It's, it's some some kind of flavor for each one. Yeah, yeah. So so it's not just uh, all based on that. And, and I, I discovered that as I was you know trying to think of a of new cycles of, of achievements that you know you, you kind of I started off getting stuck in that rut of 
okay, well, you have to do what's what the deck builder can read because everything triggers off of what the deck builder can see and what the you know what it can tie into an into a tournament. And so it was easy to sit back and go, okay, well, you know, here are all the ways that the deck builder can sort cards. You know, like, oh, have a deck with all of this keyword and have a deck with all of that keyword. And, you know, like you said, in different things that the deck builder can see by. It's like, well, that's just really boring. You know, you get to, to come up with something more interesting for each affiliation is, is much more creative and interesting, both for the player and for the, for the you know, the designers. I agree. <laughs> Um, um, well, let's. Uh, I'm sorry, I keep clearing my throat. I'm still kind of getting over a cold. But. I, I'm I'm right there with you. So, it's it's the achievements isn't it's not new to gaming, and it's it's not even new to card gaming. But it's it's new to a lot of of our players. Um, one of the questions on the application was, what other games have you played that uh, feature achievement programs and your answer, much like me, is uh, World of Warcraft, which anybody out there anybody out there who plays Trek and World of Warcraft already knows this, but our system is modeled almost entirely off of what they did. Um, yes. Did your familiarity with achievements um, give you any more incentive to be part of this program, or has it, has it helped or hindered you in trying to make new ideas? Because there's a lot of stuff that WoW does that we just can't do. Right, uh, and and that's, I, I think the structure is probably the main inspiration, and that's been nice, and that's that's actually given me some ideas of different things that you can key off of um, beyond what we already have. Um, when WoW achievements were released, I was, uh, I don't know, I, I was not really plussed one way or the other, um, but once I started earning them and it kept popping up every time, and then, you know, your whole guild goes, hey, congrats, you got that, I, I got that the other day, or I've been trying to get that forever, or whatever. It's like, oh, that's cool, you know, hey, you know, little uh, recognition, and then, uh, you know, we start working together to get the raid uh, uh, achievements, and, uh, you know, wandering around and doing the solo achievements or the quest achievements, or uh, I had a lot of fun going and doing the exploration, you know, achievements, you know, basically explore the world. Um, so there were a lot of different things, uh, and there are still, uh, honestly, uh, what's funny is I, uh, I've been really busy with some other hobbies. I, I have, like, uh, hobby ADD. <laughs> uh, um, I, I, I get interested in lots and lots of different things, and I, I sometimes I try to do them all at once, and it just goes crazy, and so I have to um, kind of have to sometimes actively manage my hobbies, so... Uh, you know, right now, uh, getting ready for con season, uh, my wife Caitlin and I are big into costumes, and so we, we have new costumes we want to do for the summer, and we're getting the regional season for Star Trek, and I just took on this achievements position, so for now, my main hobby time is going to be spent on Star Trek and on costumes, and, and so that's, and everything else is on the back burner right now, so when I got the achievement position, the first thing I was like, oh, I should go and look at all the WoW achievements, and you know, instead of from memory, which I, I remember a lot of them, but just a, with a different eye. But I deactivated my account in March, uh, just as a sabbatical uh, for the summer while I focused on, you know, other hobbies. And I've been reluctant to turn it back on unless it sucked me back in. I know the feeling. So I, so I, <laughs> I have not yet gone uh, and done that. I think I want to... I think I want to do this the first cycle uh, or, or expansion or, or whatever we end up wanting to call it of, uh, of achievements uh, without doing that um, I think uh, there's plenty of things we can do and I have plenty of ideas on the table uh, that we can certainly have a few more without doing that but in the fall I think that's probably going to be the next thing I do well that actually segues into another question then um and I know you and I have had some discussions about this. And how often do you think that we should be adding new achievements? And presumably that dictates how often you plan to add new achievements. So. Mm -hmm. um, right now, um, 
obviously we just got started. It's kind of, you know, I know we keep trying to not call it that, but it really is like, uh, you know, like card sets. You know, we had the big base set uh, of Premiere with everything coming out, all the all the different affiliations, you know, Play and Victor and, and the Funky, you know, win with a weird deck of this affiliation and all the participation and, and uh, different editions. Uh, and really, uh, my initial schedule was to look at it uh, at about six months. Uh, I think that's probably when uh, I'm, I'm going to angle for um, looking at the usage because essentially you want to have new things come out often enough that the people who really are geared up towards the uh, towards the achievements don't get bored. It's like, well, I've gotten everything, or I've gotten everything I'm interested in, uh, or I, I, you know, I, I don't feel like doing these other ones, or uh, I need to focus on regulars. I mean, when, it, when it gets down to the point where a lot of people are are just getting, you know, five and ten tournaments worth of achievements for for affiliation, and they don't want to do any more affiliate any any more achievements, then obviously we need more new interesting things to do. But I also don't want to just flood the game with with so many things that people have no idea uh, what to do first or or you know they're so busy doing achievements that they're not playing the game um, so I think based on our current sort of rate of achievements uh, completion right now that six months may be a good time to uh, to look at things and, and introduce uh, uh, there's definitely uh, some sort of Meta-inspired is not the right term, but uh, sort of game uh, uh, design-inspired. I don't know, behind-the-scenes-inspired things that we want to do. Um, I don't know. Well, sure. Um, I'll tell you that sort of a this is a really vague spoiler uh, for the for the next series of of achievements we want to do. Um, I think we definitely want to include a cycle of dilemma achievements uh, because it's, it's been no secret that one of the goals of the achievement system was um, of course to give players something new and interesting while they're doing the, while they're playing the game to you know to keep it fresh and, and give them new ideas of ways to to earn things beyond just win a tournament but it's also good for both for the design team and the organized play team and the rules team to see what is being played and the only way we can do that is if people are entering decks in their in into the deck builder and, and making them public and attaching them to tournaments. And that's why those are all requirements for earning achievements. Unfortunately, what is not a requirement is checking the deck to make sure that it is complete. And so I'm getting a lot of decks without dilemma piles or without complete dilemma piles uh, or you know without you know without a complete numbered seed pile for money, um, you know, not putting in the, the super secret dilemma combos that, that, that they use to, uh, to give away the, their trade secrets. But um, I think soon that might uh, have to either become a requirement or, uh, or, or at least have some, something to incentivize that so that we can, you know, you're essentially only getting data on half of the game. Yeah. Dilemmas are, are at least as important as your as your deck. I'm really it's not quite hypocritical, but it's a little on, on my end because I am so bad at, at playing a, a unique dilemma pile. Um, I, I have a dilemma stack that I, I unless I'm using a very specific deck, I usually say, okay, here's my dilemma pile, and it goes with this deck, and it goes with that deck, and it goes with that deck. And maybe I'll take some out for because I'm using 40-point missions this time, or maybe I'll throw in this Borg dilemma because I'm playing Borg, but largely I use the same pile. But that, I, I think, largely is going to change after this new achievement cycle. Well, you, you also hinted at being able to do things um, with design, and I, I know one of the things that we, we've talked about it may or may not happen, but... Um, yeah, and, and I generally agree that your, your idea of every six months or so having a, a bigger push of, ex, of new achievements. Mm -hmm. But, um, in fact, we've already done this where, where, uh, 
putting out an achievement to go along with an, something that's out in the new set. So, you know, we put out Shades of Grey, and then there was a new achievement added for the uh, Enterprise-E folks, um, which had been made much more exciting in Shades of Grey. So maybe, you know, we could do that with, like so the next two he said is all about ships, so maybe we make an, an achievement that's, you know, use all XYZ ships or something, or... Or maybe even maybe even the teams, you know, because the teams are an interesting way of maybe making a, achievements. But I wouldn't call that the norm. Would you? I mean, the norm would be these regular updates. But every now and then, you could sneak something in to go with what design is putting out in the new sets. Uh, absolutely, that is definitely. Um, I, I don't want to release a flood of like like you said a, a whole expansion's worth of of new achievements every month, but. But I definitely am on board, and that's why I, I, you know, it was all of a week after I took over, but I, you know, wanted to get something going to celebrate Shades of Grey, and uh, uh, I really wanted to do something like, uh, you know, win a tournament with, you know, X number of these old crappy dilemmas, and just have a, you know, the list of 40 or so dilemmas that are, are pumped up by, by Shades of Grey, but there just wasn't enough time to really sit down and work work the numbers of what would be a good number to make it, you know, worth getting that achievement. And so the, ne the next op option, obvious option was the Enterprise Epoch. Uh, that was an easy uh, decision to sit down and go, you know, this is a great new faction of the Federation. You know, it's, it's going to be totally pumped uh, for, from uh, Shades of Grey having the, the Enterprise relaunched. And uh, I think I'm hoping people will be excited to get out there and play it. Uh, so that would be a great one to have for opening weekend, especially since it's uh, regional season. We wait, you know, let's see some play. And uh, as I was hoping, somebody played it first weekend uh, and had it show up. So uh, it was a nice surprise. Yeah, to, to have in there. And I would totally. I, I'm uh, that. That is to definitely on my list of of things that I want to do is, you know, talk to design and and try to get in ear to the ground of, of what's coming out, like you said, you know, the next two E set is is all ships and have an idea of what would be a good achievement or two to to commemorate the release of you know, like a like a release set foil. You know, release tournaments and the expansion coming out, we have a release achievement uh, to to celebrate that. Brilliant. So I'm going to, let's just go through some of the, not all of the, I mean, yeah, it was a very long application, but uh, <laughs> let's go to just through some of them, and, and uh, I'm not going to quote your answers at you or anything, but I'll just ask you the questions that uh, I was particularly impressed with your answers by, and we'll put you on the record with the community so they can hear, uh, hopefully they can right. hear what I saw in your answers. So um, one of the most important questions on this thing was, one of the first ones, and it was, what type of players or player groups do you believe will derive the most enjoyment from the achievement program, and why? Ooh, uh, <clears throat> well, uh, I think I, my answer was all of them for different reasons, um, because the you know the, the high level players are already high level players, and you know, they may not care about it as much. But on the other hand, it may be one more thing for them to. You know, one more bar for them to to, to try and raise. Uh, but on the whole, I think it's really the you know everyone else, you know, the the other ninety percent of us who are you know we like to play and we like to have fun. And sure, there are uh, <clears throat> there are high level players who uh, you know Dan and I always joke about. We we just had it in our last Saturday tournament where we sat down for the last tournament against the two top players in our area and immediately assumed that we were both going to lose uh, because we were up against those people and we both ended up winning. But, um, you know, that's not everyday occurrence. Uh, so it's nice to have something like an achievement. Uh, you know, I, I know we've talked about San Diego. We had the Spatial Rift Subjections, which is very similar. Uh, so it, so it's, it's very cool to have, uh, you know, sit down and go, well, what am I going to make this week? I don't know. I can make any of these affiliations. Uh, or, well, hey, there's that Mako achievement. I could see if, if I can make a Mako deck that, that will actually win. So something that, keep, you know, 
people that don't go and win tournaments every week can go, well, I'm going to try something new and interesting, and I'm going to be recognized for something. You know, even if I don't win the tournament, I can say, well, hey, you know what? I am dedicated to playing Klingon. I've played Klingon for five tournaments now. And uh, and I can get the Klingon regular and show, you know, my, my loyalty to the Empire. Absolutely. I mean, maybe if you're not sure what deck to play and you're sitting at, oh, I'm sitting at four, but I've played Bajoran four times. I'll just go ahead and play it just to get the achievement. You know, that's... Yeah, exactly. So, or, you know, you go look and you say, well, I haven't played any, you know, these two... Yet, and if I play both of them, then I'll I'll have played them all. So I should play one of those. Too. How important is it for our, uh, the continuing committee to have different kinds of achievements to cater to all the different kinds of, of players and player groups? Because specifically, I mean, we we have we go from players who play twice a year to players who play every week. We have players who have never won a game and players who win 70% of their games are better. And and how do you take a system like this and make it attractive to all those types of players and groups? Well, there are, uh, you know, as, as we've seen, there are different levels of the achievements. Uh, even just looking at the affiliations, you know, they, they all have play X affiliation and win with X affiliation. You have the participation uh, uh, sort of subdivision that is, you know, play in, play in a 1E tournament, play in a 2E tournament, play in five 1E tournaments, play in five 2E tournaments, play in five of each, and, you know, you know show the, your balance, you know, best of both worlds. Uh, so there are achievements, uh, and, and that's, that's how you do it. You, you, you reward people for more than just winning. Uh, playing with two headquarters or three headquarters, uh, you know, playing frequently, you know, just rewarding people for showing up. Well, then let me follow that up with a question that I've been asked several times. I don't know if you've been asked yet, but if that's... The, the long and short of it is, why do the hidden achievements require me to win a tournament? Why can't I just build a Mako deck and go to a tournament and get an achievement? Well, that's a good question. I mean, there, uh, and, and uh, I would not be opposed to including something like that, where it is just play with a funky tournament, or play with a funky deck instead of win with a funky deck. And uh, uh, right now they are. Uh, the ones that we can see are all uh, win with this crazy deck idea. But there are still, you know, some of them are not. The, the, the affiliation one, I think, is uh, is just play. <clears throat> Uh, the strange um, so, bedfellows one. That one's yeah. win. That one's win. That one probably could easily be play, but it, right now it is win. So I was actually thinking of the. I think it's just play with a with two of two headquarters. Oh, dual headquarters. Yeah, that's just play. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that and that leaves you open to, you know, a, something that's, you know, of your own devising rather than looking at the list of strange bedfellows. Yeah. Uh, which are strange indeed. <laughs> well, the, I, I'm pretty sure that the, the specific pairs that are on there had never been played in, wow. in any deck that I... Well, I'm pretty sure I ran through the deck lists, and nev those are the combos that never came up. Well, that's an interesting way of getting it. I was wondering so, how those were selected. I could, be just, I could be just full of it and not remember, and maybe just made them up randomly, but... I'm pretty sure remembering they had never been played together, and uh, it was funny because the you know achievements started what in January, and then we put out um, extreme measures in April, no, February, and it made Deep Space Nine Earth pretty good, and Deep Space Nine Earth Klingon is one of the pairs, and that's that's the one that I know of that has won so far, and it's actually fairly strong and really not all that strange, so. Kind of regret that one being on there, but <laughs> it's but, still yeah, one of five. So, and that's uh, you know that's that's as you said, if, if that is the case, that's something that, that had never happened before. So now, now somebody has played those headquarters together. All right. Um, 
let, let, let's sort of talk about some serious business here. One of the things that's a worry whenever you put a program like this into place is cheating, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. uh, people who play one thing and put in a different deck or put in decks they didn't play or, or make a, you know, make a deck 30 times with one card different so it gives them achievements. How do we, how do we as an organization catch that and respond to that? And, and we'll answer that first and then we'll come back to that. You know, how do we, how do we deal with that situation? Well, um, the, the, the first big problem that we faced was, um, there was nothing preventing you previously from uh, putting your deck, uh, attaching your deck to a tournament, and then waiting until uh, the tick, as we call it, uh, at, at midnight Eastern time when uh, the, the achievement system updates, and then taking that deck down the next day, and then putting up a different deck, and then waiting for the tick and getting that. So we, we fixed that. Um, uh, Chris has gone in and made it. Uh, so basically, once you attach uh, a deck uh, to a tournament, it's locked. Uh, you can't take it down. <clears throat> you can you can't edit it. Um, you can copy it uh, and uh, edit your your copy in the deck builder. So if you want to play that deck again at another event, you can do it that way. But um, that, along with the fact that the, the system is now fluid, um, uh, and by, flu by that I mean uh, it does not, uh, or I guess it's not so much fluid as it's not static. So if you get something once uh, and it attaches that achievement in the system, you've you know, put a deck in Deck Builder and made it public, you get the... the the deck building achievement, um, and then uh, you don't—it doesn't just flip on, uh, and then you know it's there forever. If you go in the next day and you said, you know what, that deck is stupid. It's a horrible idea. I don't want anyone knowing that I tried to push build this deck, much less put it online. You delete the deck, and you have no decks in the system. You'll lose that achievement. The next day, the system will go in and say and check your number of, build, uh, of decks and deck builder and see it's zero instead of one and say, oh, hey, you, you had this achievement, but you don't have it anymore. Uh, so were you to remove your deck your, from a tournament where you had earned some achievements and then you did not have that anymore, uh, that's sort of been coming up as we, we made some adjustments last week uh, regarding the non-aligned, uh, what non-aligned, qualifies you for and uh, a good example is somebody uh, had a Bedean deck that was that only had non-aligned headquarters and so their their, their deck registered is non-aligned uh, but we added some triggers so that uh, your deck that your your non non-aligned affiliation facilities do can work with anyone now they don't automatically make your deck part non-aligned. Okay, so if, if I'm playing uh, Klingons with, say, the Sona Duckblind Observatory, it, it, it's no longer a Klingon non-aligned deck, it's still just a Klingon deck? Correct. So he lost the non-aligned achievement and gained the Vidian achievement because we added the Vidian sodality as a, as a trigger as well. Excellent. Um, so, so that's uh, the system is kind of fluid like that. So that that helps get around a lot of that nonsense. Um, if people are really determined, uh, you know, I'm certain if you <clears throat> if you really wanted to gain the system uh, and go and play in a tournament and then not post your deck or or not, you know, falsely include cards or exclude cards to to get an achievement that you would not have otherwise earned. Um, there's very little we can do about it. Uh, it's, it's kind of a self-policing system. Uh, you know, if, uh, I, I, I certainly am interested to go in and, and see what my friends have played in the tournament after we're done and 
you know, go in and read tournament reports and, and see what's going on. Um, so we're kind of reliant on, you know, if somebody comes and says, hey, you know, you played, I, I just looked at your deck from this weekend that you posted, and I know you played this card against me, but it's not in there. What gives? Uh, well, that, that, well, that's sort of, uh, we were kind of reliant on a, a, a certain degree of honor system, which, you know, we, we've said time and again, we have one of the best gaming communities absolutely out, out there and so um, this is a fun system it's meant to make the game more interesting and more entertaining for people um, you're really only cheating yourself by trying to gain achievements that you haven't earned um, because then you, you can't go do it later uh, so you know, if I hear about from uh, from somebody, I'll definitely look into it. There are some there are certain electronic uh, fail safes we have in place that I don't want to discuss too much. Absolutely. Uh, about uh, um, what people include in their decks and if they make changes between uh, tournaments or, or, or whatnot. But um, uh, certainly, uh, I, I hate for for it to come to that. But if it does, you know, if you, if you find something that's uh, uh, a discrepancy somewhere online. People can always uh, email me at achievements at uh, trekcc.org, and I can, you know, look into it a little closer. But uh, you know, on, on the whole, uh, I, I get a, an email of all the achievements that are achieved each uh, each day, and I like to go in and see. Oh, cool! You know, they did this, and this person did that, and, and these were gold today, and so let's recognize those people and. These hidden ones were revealed. That's even better. Um, and, you know, see what people did. Uh, I know there has been a lot of only half-joking circulating rumors about having an all having all Mako tournaments because people think that this affiliate, this uh, the, the military assault command achievement is just too hard. And so if we all bring Mako decks, then one of us will come away and win it, and it'll finally have been gotten by somebody. Uh, and I've been trying to discourage that, I, you know, just, you know, really, is that the way you want to get that? Uh, you don't want to actually earn it against decks that that are uh, are competitive? That's, but, uh, you know, uh, it, it, really nothing we can do to stop them, but I... I this is an interesting example for me. I was actually very pleased to see somebody actually earned that yesterday. The first time. Who Death got by it? Monkeys. Death by Monkeys? Death, nice. mon Death by Monkeys. He won, uh, and uh, I went in to take a look uh, and just out of curiosity, and he played against... There was a four-person four tournament, two TNG decks, and a Klingon deck, and, uh, and he managed to walk through and, and win with all Makos. So, uh, you know, it wasn't an all Mako tournament. It was He wasn't playing against, uh, you know, pushover decks. Um, you know, TNG and Klingon are, are heavy hitters. So, uh, congratulations to him. And, and I'm just excited that it, it gives people interesting new things to do. So, yeah, I, I want to thank you for accepting the job. And, uh, Highlighting the achievements you have on our Twitter feed, which, uh, if you're not following TrekCC, that's our Twitter name, at TrekCC, um, I would advise it because you get to see some interesting things from time to time on there. And, uh, we don't have a lot of followers, but every now and then we'll drop some spoilers or some hints about something coming along. So, just a shameless plug for our, our Twitter, twitter.com slash TrekCC, capital T, two capital C's. And it pops up at the uh, the top of the the most recent tweet is always at the top of the of the homepage. Yes. Well. Anyway, back to my original point was um, my favorite part of achievements in World of Warcraft is uh, when you play World of Warcraft and you get an achievement, uh, you get this awesome sounding like ding, uh, and then this little box pops up on your screen that says what your achievement was, and it broadcasts it to everybody standing near you and everybody in your guild. And then, as you mentioned earlier, everybody's like, oh, hey, congratulations, you got that. And it's just this, you get this exciting feeling of like, wow, I just did something cool. Yeah. And exactly. uh, I'm pretty sure they have like a team of scientists playing random sounds at people to get that primordial response <laughs> of happiness. But it, it, you know, we can't, we can't do that 
effectively on our website, but it's great to log in and see, hey, this guy got this on Twitter, and, and I, I kudos to you for doing that, and kudos to the people who are earning these achievements and getting to see their names and lights. I hope you get that same rush of excitement when you see your name on the front page or show up on your smartphone. So, Yeah. And I, I try to, uh, because the I, I mentioned that the, uh, the tweets come up on the, the, the Trek CC page because I, I try to not do more than one a day just so that there's at least each of those gets gets shown up there each day uh, so that people can see, hey, see, I got that. Uh, Absolutely. No, that's that's great. So, <clears throat> so one of the traditions for this podcast that I've, I've gotten away from recently but I'm going to bring back is a random card review. And I have been, well, for those of you who don't know, I am preparing to leave Ohio and move to San Diego, uh, hopefully to find work and greener pastures than I'm finding here in central Ohio. Not, I love central Ohio, I'm going to miss all of my friends, but it's time to try something different. I was cleaning out a storage area this weekend and came across a sealed box of these are the voyages. So I decided I would keep this for Gen Con with one exception. I, t I took out one pack, <laughs> and I'm going to open it right now, and we're going to go to the rare, and I would love to hear your thoughts on whatever the rare in this pack of uh, these are the voyages that's been sitting in a box in a storage unit for well over a year. I didn't even know I had. I don't remember buying, and I don't know where it came from. But we will see. The rare is actually a foil. It's Khan Nunyan Sung, Bold Man. Ah, uh, such a great card. Have you ever used this card? I've used that card many times. Uh, you know, he only costs three, uh, which is, you know, kind of a median cost. It's a little high for all the people playing weenie decks, but uh, he's 288. That That's a. Uh, you know, the beefy. Uh, unless you're really playing an integrity deck, most of your missions will probably have coming in strength. So that's big, really big uh, bonus. But I love the fact that he is uh, a matching commander for whatever ship he happens to be on. Uh, you know, that, that was obviously useful when the uh, Captain's Law came out and uh, everybody was... Was it... Is that, is that, is that right? That's the card? Yeah, that, uh, yeah. Captain's... Uh... Yeah, kind of love. playing uh, the Defiant Captains and <clears throat> has like six Defiant Captains and then you throw in a Marty at a copy of the Commander and you throw in Khan because he's a Magic Commander too and nobody can be randomly selected. But I, I put him in uh, uh, a number of different decks uh, that that use Mission Accomplished to to have because he's he's a little skill light. He's got a Command Star which helps you fly your ships, but you know Engineering Programming. Uh, and treachery uh, can be useful, but they're they're also not terribly rare skills. So you don't feel like you're missing anything if you leave him on your ship uh, to to make sure you have that matching commander. If you're using, I, I threw him in with my uh, uh, the the new Enterprise D uh, from uh, Extreme Measures. Uh, last time I played that, uh, and, and you know, just to have one more magic commander around uh, to keep that staff for for the extra points. Uh, you know, anytime you're trying to keep a commander for uh, uh, what's the, the the pursuit card deck? Uh, my TV has this great uh, uh, TOS pursuit deck with uh, all the Magic Commanders for uh, for TOS ships. and That gives you one more Magic Commander and ship pair. Yep. Uh, if, or if you lose somebody, to just, uh, you know, follow everybody around and, hey, uh, you moved to this mission, I get a dilemma back. Oh, you moved away from this mission, I get a dilemma back. Uh, you, you breathed wrong, I get a dilemma back. <laughs> so uh, he, he is a uh, really... A, a very, you know, a little bit of a niche if, if, because you need to be uh, using, making use of the, the Magic Commander uh, facet of some cards, but 
really useful if you're playing any of those kinds of decks. Absolutely. I, I can't disagree with you any more than that. He's 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 grease for the captain mechanic. He's he's a solid attribute personnel. You know, he does get you know, it seems like any more that, that uh, honor and treachery are a liability. But yeah. you know, sometimes you need them. Like he you know, he, he just walks through uh uh what's the dilemma? Layoon drinking the poison. Oh yeah, dangerous uh uh dangerous uh, uh hazard head Hazards. Occupational hazards. That's Occupational it. hazards. Yeah. There you go. He uh he just says, you know, okay, I got two treachery, I'm fine. So yeah, exactly. You know, he he's just a great personnel, and and it, uh that set, these are the voyages, man. Just was an uh, A plus plus set. It just had so much good stuff in it. And it really did heavy duty. Uh, I think that's the uh, I, I I think about getting more of that every time I look at my trade binder because that is the section without fail that has the least number of cards in it. Yeah. Because people want that set. There's so many good cards. Absolutely. So, um, thanks for being on the show. Uh, tell everybody again how they can get a hold of you if they have questions or concerns or suggestions about achievements. Uh, you can always email me, uh, achievements at trekcc.org. will get directly to me. You can send me a PM uh, on the boards. My handle is Sir Rogue, S-I-R-R-O-G-U-E. Uh, there are a number of, uh, of threads out there uh, that I, I have subscribed to, but, uh, uh, you know, pre, they're, most of them were started pre-Achievement Master uh, position. So, uh, I, I don't think a lot of people post on those anymore, but if you want to, uh, the, as I said to somebody who, who posted on that, should we, should we post here or should we just ask you questions? Well, you, either way, if you, if you send me a message directly, I'm probably going to get back to you much quicker. If you post it on the boards and I don't see it for a little while, um, it, it may take a little longer to get back to you, but everybody can see it and everybody will know the answer. So, um, either one of those is fine. Uh, and I would also like to encourage people to go and, uh, I, I think it kind of turned into a, a little bit of a, a pitch thread or a, or suggestions thread, but you might have to go in and, and, uh, restart the, the, the bragging thread because that was a lot of fun. Uh, I saw the first couple of pages of that were uh, people having fun, uh, claiming the new achievements uh, as they came up or, or what they just got or what they got for the first time or uncovered. So um, I think that goes a lot to what we were talking about where, you know, your achievement comes up in WoW and, and you know, everybody, it automatically feeds to the guild chat so everybody can see it and say, hey, well done. Yeah, no doubt. And um, one of the things that you did that I thought was amazing was a uh, you put up an FAQ about achievements. Where can people read that? Uh, the FAQ is linked at the top of the achievements page. Uh, you used to have three links, master list and achievements earned, and then recent achievements. And then now to the right of that, there is a little FAQ link. And uh, so it's not very long, but they're the, the most frequent questions I've been getting. <clears throat> And of course, you know we'll we'll update that uh, as as is needed. Sounds good. I uh, I look forward to seeing. Well, I'm going to be honest. I look forward to not having to do most of the work that you're doing for me now. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I look forward to seeing the the growth and development of the achievement program under your uh, capable hands. And uh, I'm sure the community. Really appreciate you doing this for us and, and volunteering your time. This system is, is far more popular than I expected it would be. Uh, I'd hoped it would be well received, but I never had hoped it would be this popular. And, uh, there were some, I got some skeptical looks when I first suggested this, and I'm glad that I stuck to my guns because I think this is huge for the community and huge for the game. And, uh, as I said, you, you have my thanks for, Taking on this responsibility. Uh, my pleasure. I, I I completely agree with you. I think it's a great idea, um, giving people uh, something new to a new facet of the game to be interested in, uh, and it's addicting, man. You know, uh, just like in in Warcraft, you know, you think, oh, well, look at all these things you can do. I don't need to worry about doing those, but you know, it gets it's fun. It, it'll uh, it'll grow on you. 
and I, I think this will have the same effect. I'm glad that you were able to uh, push it through. And uh, Matt Hayes, I know you're out there listening. Uh, don't think that just because I am uh, uh, recusing myself from the hidden achievements that I'm not still coming for you. There's a whole list of visible achievements that I can still go for. And, uh, and don't think that just because you're... Uh, what, Ten achievements or so ahead of me that uh, you can rest on your laurels. I checked. He's he's right now when we're recording this. Uh, he's thirteen ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he cleaned up. He cleaned up this weekend. He did. I saw him pick up like three gold ones. That's he amazing. Did. He got uh, and uh, and one of those was one that <laughs> I uh, uh, he, he he revealed a hidden one that was uh, you can't do that in two e. It's play all the all the one e only affiliations, uh, and I I, I I I saw that and I was like, oh, that'd be so cool. Uh, but I was like, no, no, that, that'll be that'll be fun for somebody else to get. So yeah, uh, I, I've had to step a little lightly uh, in uh, in my attempts to roll all, through uh, all of the different affiliations ones, but it, it's still been a uh, totally worth it. A lot of fun to to have the helm, I guess. Yeah. And kind of get to steer things. Uh, I think it's going to be continue to be uh, a lot of fun. Well, with that said, uh, go out this weekend, and there's some regionals and there's some locals. Go earn yourself some achievements, and then uh, come back and tell us about it. But uh, on behalf of my guest, uh, our new Achievements Master, Rogue Schindler, uh, everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week.